Hey guys, um, welcome to another episode of our Inner Voices. As usual, I am your host, uh, Nora Adelie. With me today is a special guest. You know, all my guests are special, but Michael Kamara is actually special in the sense that um, he might have some 40, you know, boats here and there. But <laughs> I'll let him introduce himself. Thank you, Noah, for having me. Well, uh, when did I actually first met Noah, man? I think it was in year 10. I, I, I didn't like Noah at the start, man. I did not like Noah at all, man. He was this Nigerian guy who just, there were actually two new students back then in our school. It was Noah and another um, Somalian kid. You know, for some reason, I liked the other kid, but Noah, we just didn't get along, you know? I don't know if it was because it was Nigerian or something. I did not know why we didn't get along. So as time went by, you know, I started talking to Noah, you know, I started realizing that, you know, when you start realizing that you have a lot more in common with someone that you actually thought at first, you know, your first impression of this person might have been wrong, you know, like, so as time went on, went on, went on, so I started realizing that this, that Noah is actually a deep, is a, is a deep thinker, you see. So when I heard his, um, um, he started a podcast that, you know, he's going to be talking about critical thinking. I was like, why not, man? Sign me up. So, what's today's episode, bro? Uh, thank you very much, Michael. And if you guys notice, Michael didn't actually introduce himself. Uh, I did tell you a spanner was something was missing. <laughs> but yeah, basically, um, today's topic is the problem with assumptions. Um, let's just look around the topic a bit. What is an assumption? What like? How do you look at assumptions, Michael? Assumptions. I'd say that is something everyone. Um... That is something everyone has over, you know, it's, it's something you're almost born with anyway. You know, you, people, we always assume things, you know, before we get the results of something. You know, it's like, it's almost in a way being, you know, judgmental in a way, you know. Like, even um, I was reading this, um, um, this, um, um, this case the other day about um, babies, that even babies, they're very judgmental, you see. There was this um, case study that shows that babies... They um they tend to move um um, um they placed um they placed a the baby in the room with two um two women in the room one or well, one is a beautiful woman the other is let's say hideous you know so yeah <laughs> so these babies right the babies they placed in the room always went towards the the beautiful women you see you know like even babies were born from our core that we are a bit judgmental we make assumptions like this without getting any definite proof first this is who we are some even said some um. Um, some even say it's a, it's a survivor mechanism in us. But then again, do first impressions really, should they really matter to, you know, should they, should they really matter? What do you think? Uh, well, I love being asked questions on this. <laughs> um, so the thing is, right, with first impressions, I was brought up on the whole idea of um, first impressions last the longest. Um, you know, you want to make a very good first impression. Me, for example, like Michael explained earlier, like um, a lot of people who know me know that I, on first meeting me, it's usually not the best. I'm very cautious of people. Um, also, a lot of the times I'm not in the mood. I don't like fake, fake shit, really. So if somebody's coming up to me with like a fake persona, I can instantly tell that you're being fake. I don't know why you're being fake, but I can tell. And instantly that puts me off you until you come with your real persona. So if... Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so hold up there. Um, you said something about to the comeback to you, you know, to to prove to you that to show you that this isn't this is um I'm not being fake, you know. So um, there's actually a scientific reason for that, you know. It triggered, you know. Once you start talking to someone, um, um your your initial conversation with someone, right? Like, say you get the feeling that this person is is a funny person, you know, like you know, is a funny person. The person is kind of you know, is a smart person, right? There's this thing called a confirmation bias that your brain actually looks for information, more information to back up that, to confirm that 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 that, that, that biased information you've already had in your head to confirm it that that yeah, you know, this person is actually a smart person, it's a nice person. Your brain ignores everything else but looks for information to back up that information. And um and psychologists refer to the tendency um to the tendency to really lash onto um early early information of a person as um as a uh, primacy effect basically this means that the information we, we first learn about a person disproportionately uh, disproportionately yes that's what the, the information we first yo yo i didn't go to uh, i think I, I didn't study english like university <laughs> man. i didn't even go to university bro so yeah so the information we first learn about you know uh, uh we, we, the information we first learn about someone you know disproportionately uh, that what word. Is, yeah that word <laughs> Um, um, it shapes our understanding of the person afterwards. You see, you know, you know when people say this a lot that you know, like, um, first impression, you know, counts. You know, like, I would like to be the person, the first person to say first impression doesn't count, but the science behind that proves that first impression does actually, actually counts. Well, you see, that's interesting uh, because I'll come to why that's interesting in a second. But just to um, conclude what I was saying, like. So, for example, for me personally, so I have that whole process in my head. I'm very paranoid and shit. So, if um, the best example I can give actually is, I'm from. I, I grew up in Southeast London. Uh, obviously, I grew up in Nigeria first, but I grew up in Southeast London in my teenage years. Um, people from outside London have this thing where they really like the Southeast London, the London accent, especially the Southeast London accent. You know, for example, like you know, they love this whole mandem thing where they're just like in it bruv and stuff like that right when i was in uni i met a lot of people um especially a lot of white kids which who i really liked but i met a lot of people who whenever they realized i was from london they would instantly try to like um they would instantly try to make camaraderie with me by talking to me in slang but i'm in uni and I don't use slang. I use I like to speak normal, like I like to speak clearly because I'm you know I'm paying for it. And they would use slang with me and instantly would put me off them because it would make me feel like that's fake. You're only doing that because you think I'm a black guy from Southeast London and I'm from Peckham, so you want to index yourself with me. And you know, that's why for me personally, with like first impressions, they shouldn't matter that much, but I think to an extent they do, like, you know. But wait, what was um yeah, go on. Yeah. My point on that, yes, I'm back on, on, on track again, was that, uh, yeah, that person being, you, you this, this sense that you're getting um, from that person that is acting fake and all, right? So, uh, let me give you another scenario. Say uh, say someone, um, your first impression on someone was, someone's first impression on you was actually very, very, the person comes out as an asshole to you, you know? So then, the next time the person saw you, you know, the person is trying to, like, trying to make up for that you know maybe the person bought you a cup of coffee or something like yo noah take this man what's up you know 
still, you know, like most of the time, there've been case studies on this. That most of the times, when when people, your first impression on when it, someone's first impression, when someone's first impression on you is bad, most of the time, when the person tries to like fix that, the next time they see you, most of the time, people see that as that person is trying to be fake, being manipulative. You know, that person is just using. Can you believe this person thinks that buying me a cup of coffee, you know, is gonna change the way he acted as an asshole to me? You see. First impression, you know, it goes, it, it really goes, goes a long way, you know, with, with, like it's been built, it's been built in us, like, like those babies, like I was using the example of the babies, you know, going towards the beautiful women and stuff. As we, it's, as we grow up with those, as we grow up, you know, those, what would I put that, what would I call them? Um, influences. Yes, influences us greatly. So the question is that right now, so if first impression, you know, if first impression has been proven that, it does matter this much that it really does affect how people see you in the long, you know, it changes the entire concept. That is the first time they've met you. So it changes that. That's, that's all the information they have on you. That's what they're going to base on what this person is. Now, if first impression really do count, how do we change first impressions? You know, if our first impressions was bad, you know, how do we change that in society today? How do you think we can change you have to wait till after the break to find out what the answer is. Our inner voices. Now, welcome back. Um, when before the break, Michael has asked me how do how do we like um, get over the biases that are set by society about first impressions? You know, if, if, if is there a way to actually get past first impressions uh, mattering so much? And now, personally, I think for me, um, what I've learned is open-mindedness and empathy are two good, two very strong tools. Um, that help with looking at people for who they like looking at people fairly i'll break it down open-mindedness wise right open-mindedness is the whole idea that if for example i come up to you and your whole life you have been told that behind that wall is a monster if i come up to you and i give you and i say what if i told you there was an argument for why there's no monster behind the wall close-minded person would be like no, you can never say that, blah, blah, blah. I know why I know. An open-minded person would be like, huh, okay, I'm not saying you're right, but I'm saying I'm willing to listen to your reasoning. Now, to put that back into the whole f um, first impressions matter, right? So, sometimes the reason why we... There are different reasons why our first impressions of other people are bad. So, for example, if um, a lot of the... One of the big ones I've noticed is somebody comes up to you and tells you that person is a dickhead, that person is a horrible person. I heard they did this, 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 right? Most people, uh, because it's long to actually have to process, maybe it's true or not. People just go with that. And whereas, so when open mind, what, um, how open mindedness comes into the uh, equation is when you pause for a second and you're like, okay, this is a human being who gave me this information. Human beings are infallible. Sorry, not infallible. Human beings are fallible. If human beings are uh, fallible, therefore, 
it's possible that this information this person gave me is false. Let me quickly jump in there. Of course, you know, what you're perfectly makes sense. Perfectly. If everyone could actually think like that to say, human beings, we're this, we're not perfect. You know, this is the person's, it's his first impression. Even I've made first, um, first bad impression on other people, you see. I've been in his shoes before. If everyone thinks like that on that level, it's easy to say this world would be a better place, a much better place that we are. By distance. Easy, easy to say that. In this world where we are, that isn't how people really think. You see, people don't go out of their way to give you a second chance if they don't re if they don't know you, you know, on a personal level. And this is first impression. They actually do not know you on that level. So how do we change that, you know, as a stranger? You know, how how do we change that on someone? How do we So when I when you first meet someone, what do you know about the person? Give me tell me the information you know about the person if you get introduced to them by their friend for the first time. Okay, um personally most of the people I meet on um, first time, right? I do not like people meeting them at first time. Like um I'm very pessimistic in, in my head. You know, when I meet someone I'm always I always have this 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 only uh, only a couple of few people I've met that actually say you know I like them you know just start off you know just a couple of them most of the times I, I I'm always looking for reasons in my head to say you know why 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 is this wrong why is this person not a good person or a true person or I'm looking for reasons to say this person is false in my head you know so but the way they change in my head the way they change the idea for me they change their first impression on me even if they have a good good first impression right some people just normally um, pessimistic let's let's go for the worst but in in i mean in the first instance so for example i walk into the room with a girl okay and i say hey michael this girl's name is siobhan okay um for example do you then make assumptions about siobhan instantly like what's the first kind of assumption you see yourself making we all do in a way you, you know when we hear you know people speak in a certain way or even hearing people's names you know like say 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 you Siobhan or Shaniqua or whatever you know I'm hearing hmm Jamaican you know huh she might be a loud girl or you know I would associate you know right off the way we're built as you know naturally you would associate her with things that her names is you know associated with you know and so the, now the reason I've asked that question is right in reality you don't know anything about her exactly you know nothing all you know about her is her name what she looks like. And where she's from. Maybe you know, okay, based on the name. Now, I've done, when I did my research for this week's uh, topic, I found that a lot of, most human beings have stereotypes in their head about other people. And no matter how nice a person you are, no matter how clean you think you are, I promise you, you have stereotypes in your head about other people that you don't intend, you don't believe. So the first thing I would say is when you come in contact with that person, maybe take a step back. So, not take a step back in terms of with your behavior and your attitude. Still be the same person you are. Ask them how they're doing. There's always, you know, some people are natural flowing people. So, the the reason for conversation instantly comes in. But the other person might be very shy and there might be no conversation. Like with shy people, for example, every time you meet a shy person the first time, they don't want to talk. You might look at, but they might have like a poker face that looks very mean. So, you might look at them as, oh... They think they're better than me. They think blah, blah, blah. They don't think anything a lot of the time. They just don't think. They're just shy. So they're not reacting. And then a few months later, maybe you meet them, you've seen them a few times. Suddenly, they're the loudest person in the room. Yeah. You know people like that, right? Yes. 
and the, yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, wait, sorry, just just very quick, let me just uh, complete. So the reason open-mindedness works is like just look at like try and approach the person without bias. You're going to have the biases, but just start, try and walk back from the biases. Let the biases have um take effect in your head. But rather than act on them, just be like, these are my feelings and my thoughts. Now, let me see if I can keep looking to see Long confirmation. Exactly. Yeah, to, to, to add on to that, yes. Um, my definition for open-mindedness is close to yours. Is that, you know, open-mindedness to me is that, uh, sure, you, everyone is biased and judgmental, in a way, but you don't have to act upon it. Yes, you do not. You, it can be in your head, but you do not have to act upon it. And it does, they say that um, um, we are the only creatures, humans, that could think about an idea, you know, entertain the idea, but without acting upon the idea, you see, right? So, yeah, um, yeah, open-mindedness, my definition for that is that when you get, um, it's being able to gather new information, being able to gather new information without be, uh, without just being biased, at, you know, without, um, gather new information, first of all, then when, 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 you're, when you've gained enough knowledge on that, uh, on that topic or wherever the information is based on, when you've gained enough knowledge on it, that is when you act upon it. That is when you, you make your judgment, you, you know, you, 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 you observe, you know, you, you gather your information, you, you know, you access everything before you, you know, you make um, a decision on it. Yeah, like, so for, like, um, just like Michael said, I personally think, for example, I've made a lot of mistakes uh, when I've prejudged people. There are quite a few people I've met the first time and they weren't doing exactly what I what we were doing in the situation. So it was like, oh, you know, they might be standoffish. Like, for example, if I go to Oxford University um, to do it, wherever I, I go to do, everybody I meet there, I'm going to automatically assume they're geniuses just because that's the what society has held on to for centuries. Now, if anybody there is talking and is very confusing, I can't understand them, they're very... I might just auto, I automatically... Um, based on my bias, assume, oh, genius. That's why I can't understand what he's talking about. But the chances he might just be talking shit. Now, you meet somebody who is in Oxford and they're talking normally. You can understand them. You can keep up. You might, based on your bias, be like, oh, maybe this person is not very smart. How did they get in here? Just to find out they're actually the most intelligent person there, you know? And it's a bad thing we do as a society. But I do, I do generally think it's something we have to practice on. If you keep practicing you meet people you give them more chances a lot of the time you find out that people you really hate you really dislike at the first go you end up loving them and people you really really love in the first go because human beings are fake as hell as well people you think they give you their first impression is fake and then you think oh my god this is the sh this is the best person on earth just for them to betray you or mess you up and then you're like wow of course yeah um first coming back again at, at, at first impressions um yeah, people do tend off to give, you know, different first impressions, but but say someone give us some um, them, say we get a bad um we get a bad first impression from someone, right? We do not go out of our way to go correct that f bad first impression of the person, you know. It's already, the person already made a bad first impression on us, right? It's already stuck in our head. We we've already have that um, um that mentality associated with, you know, like we already have uh, negative thinking associated with that person you know whenever we meet them or whatever you know it's up to that person to change their first impression you know to wonder if they want to change their first impression on you know on us it's up to them you see it's not going to be i'm not going to go out of my way why would i want to go out of my way to go 
to go, you know, want to know someone who already gave me a bad first impression. Normally, this is what people do. Normally, they wouldn't do that. So it's up to the other person who made a bad first impression to change this, you know, to say, you know, because there's there've been a few times where girls again, right? Where I may meet a girl that I like, you know, I want to talking to her and shit, you know, I, maybe I come out a bit too strong, a bit too weird, you know, she's thinking, oh shit, you know, this guy isn't what I thought he is, you know, I, I give up the, the, uh, the, a bad first impression. So, there have been times I've asked my mix, how do I correct this? How do I, you know, they come up with different ways. Let's go back to the, let's go back to the scenario where, um, so the guy would um, say someone was an asshole to you, then they bought you a um, cup of coffee the next day to say, you know, yeah. I, I want to change your, um, I want to change my first, you, the person is trying to change his first impression on you. Just buying a cup of coffee, that isn't enough to change, you know, or just doing one act of a good, good deed, you know, it isn't enough to change what, you know, what your first impression on, on someone, it's not enough to do that. They said, uh, so they said um, there are a couple ways to do this, to, to change your first impression on someone that, that um that there are two ways to do this um it's called the tortoise way and the um and the hair uh, hair way you see the tortoise way is the longer way to do this that it's going to take an overwhelming amount of information you see right and a long time for you to like it's not just going to be one day and one you know one, one cup of coffee no it's going to be time and again for that person to you to overwhelm that person with an information to say what you think of me isn't what i am you see you know yeah, so wait, how so that's the tortoise one. Well, how about the hair one? Yes, of course. Yeah, the other method was that is that you 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 come up with a way for you come up with a way for the two of you, you and that person, you and that person to work together. You know, this uh, uh there's a there's a there's there's a term there's a terminology for this um I think psychologists call this um creating an outcome um, out, outcome dependency, you see. What this means is that um that person in order for them to get what they want, they have to work with you. In order for them to get what they want, they have to work with you. And naturally, what happens is that when you create an outcome dependency with, with, with people, when you create an outcome dependency with people is that um, they become really interested, um, interested in being accurate of what the other person is because they, really, they, they, they start paying attention because if I need... If I need to go through you to get what I want, you see, right? I'm gonna have to want to know what you're truly like. You see, more accurate about this person, and I, I'm gonna need to be able to almost predict. You know, I'm depending on you to get what I want. You know, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna be able to to want to predict your actions and and stuff. You know, so this is actually gonna give that person a second. It's gonna almost create um a second chance to or to, to, to for an open door for you to change your. Your first impression on the person because the two of you are working together so you know so that is that is a way for you to show this person because a lot of people say this you know you've heard about this when people said oh, i thought this person was da 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 until i worked with him you see then i found out that he's actually you know because when the two of working together does actually create that chance for you to really really get to know what this person is about like like they say patience is a virtue and um most people don't have these vir that virtue of patience like i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say here and pretend as if i'm like uh going around giving everybody second chances no it, like michael said responsibility falls usually on the person who made the bad first impression to to fix it rather than you however what i'm saying is be more open-minded in you know certain ways to give them that chance 
Because, for example, if somebody feels like they fuck, they, they messed up the first time, and they want to make amends, but they feel like you're not going to be in the mood to accept it. So, so some um, they will be less likely to try it. Because some people, when bad things happen the first time, not too bad, but when the first impression is not the best, some people really take that personal and they don't, they close their minds to the person. And I promise you, closing your mind to somebody is never a good thing because a lot of people have realized they made mistakes with people they could have been lifelong friends, lifelong partners, lifelong business partners with just because they went on the first few, like first impression. Now, obviously, if after a few tries, the person is still an asshole, they're probably just like that. Um, but yeah, that is, um, we've overrun a bit today, but it's fine. The con- I feel like this is an important thing because a lot of people go through this problem. But yeah, give people second chances. Maybe first impression lasts longest, shouldn't be the key, you know, maybe it shouldn't be the strongest thing to go by always. Maybe sometimes we should consider situations. Maybe somebody's in a bad mood. Maybe something might have happened. You find out months later, oh, this person just found out that their family member was in a car crash, fucked up their whole mindset right before they met you. And then you feel like an asshole. It's not your fault. You didn't know that. But at the same time, if you give that openness for the person to come back and redeem themselves, then you might get to know that. And you might even end up with the with having the best friend ever. But yeah, that is... And with that being said, um, that concludes today's topic. Uh, Michael, just briefly, would you have anything to say just to conclude? Most of these things, they're easier said than done again, you know. It's all about practicing, practicing, practicing. You know, it's easy to say, you know, be open-minded and this and that. I've been open. I, I used to consider myself as a very open-minded person, you know, till people, we all, our actions are based on what we've experienced most of the time. You see, you know, you say be open-minded. Someone will tell you, yeah, I'm an open-minded person, but when I give people this chance to do this, do this in the past, you know, they always end up fucking me over and shit, you know? So it really still comes down to to you as a person, you know, that if it's what you're willing to do, you know, if you're willing to, to still, I, I would, my best advice would still be, be open-minded, man. How many times has your first impression of someone been, been right, you know? How many times has it been wrong? Most of the time with me, it's, it's been wrong. Most of the time it's been wrong, more than, more than I can count really do be open-minded man this has been another episode of our inner voices i hope you love this one our inner voices our inner voices